Hello, and welcome to Living Well with Robin Stoloff, my weekly podcast empowering you to live a healthier life. You know, I've been a health reporter for more than 30 years. I hate to admit that. And my main goal when I started, and actually still is today, is to help educate people to be advocates for their own health. My guest today did just that, and it probably saved her life. She is a two-time breast cancer survivor who was misdiagnosed, and she insisted that she get the health care she needed. Today, she is a breast cancer advocate, speaker, podcaster, and author. Please welcome Victorian Russell Walton joining us from Maryland. Thanks Hello. for joining us. Hello. You have Thank you for having me. Such an interesting story. We could do a separate podcast on the fact that you had a baby <laughs> at the age of 51, but let's talk about your cancer journey, where you are today, and how you fought to make sure that you did get the health care that you need. Of course. So I started out with this journey in 2007, and I felt a lump in my left breast. Um, I had a feeling that it was breast cancer because of my family history. But I also want to remind those that if you don't have a family history, you can still have breast cancer. But I had, and I knew something was wrong, especially when I sat still. I am God's riddling baby. And when I sit still, there's a problem. So I felt (laughs) So I, I I found the lump and um and I was somewhat concerned about it. So I went to the doctor and uh, they analyzed it and they said, Oh, it's benign, don't worry about it. But I still didn't feel right. I still had some puckering, I still had uh, I didn't have a discharge, but the lump was still there. It felt like I had heartburn, really. So uh, I, I asked the doctor again, are you sure? Is there any way that we can confirm? Is there another test that I can do? So let's make this short. Four tests later, they're telling me it's benign, right? And I kept saying, no, I, I don't feel right. Something doesn't feel right. So me advocating for the test uh, allowed me to go to my director of where I worked. I how I felt. I told her about my concerns. She got on the phone and she demanded um, that the head uh, director of that department do the testing, you know, as she said, to make me feel okay, to make me feel better, to have a peace of mind. Let's biopsy it again. Four tests later, they were analyzing not the tumor, but fatty tissue. It was, in fact, breast cancer. It had spread to my arm. And if I had not advocated to myself, it would have been a different situation. So, you know, me advocating for myself uh, really saved my life. You know, you you no one else is going to fight for you but you. That's what I tell people all the time. And if you don't feel right and if you feel something and you're concerned, you have the right to test one, test two, test three, as many tests as you want. But let me tell you what really got to me. Can I share this with you? Absolutely. You know what You know what really got to me when I called the doctor and I kept calling? The doctor told me to stop calling because I was interrupting his golf game. Oh, no, that is just not right. <laughs> That is not right. He he basically told me, you know, at that time I was Harris. He was like, Ms. Harris, you know, we've tested you. You know, get on with your life. There's nothing wrong with you. I do this all the time. I can do this in my sleep. And, you know, I told him that once we found out, I said, well, you must have been asleep because it is cancer. And it spread to my lymph node. Thank you. And how you old know. were you at the time? That time I was a, a little over, almost 48. I was 48. I was 47. Which is relatively young for breast cancer. It is. It is. 
But I know women that are in their late 20s with stage four breast cancer. Yes. Oh, yes. So, yes. And, you know, I think the youngest in Maryland is 12. Wow. So, yeah, the youngest. It is. It's amazing. So you really have to act for yourself. And if you, you know, one lady told me, she said, Vicki, I felt embarrassed that I had to keep calling the doctor's office and, you know, to ask for another test. I said, you're advocating for yourself. Don't feel embarrassed if you are not. If you are not satisfied with the outcome, it is your right. Absolutely. It's your right to get a second opinion. I know. And you have a family history of breast cancer. So tell us about that. Very strong. Right. So my father's side has a very strong history of cancer. And it's cancers all across the board. It's lung cancer. It's it's, um, ovarian cancer. It's breast cancer. It's throat cancer. It's prostate cancer. grandmother had a form of um, brain cancer. I can't even pronounce it. And then my great, great grandmother had breast cancer. So I knew, you know, there, there was a chance that the cancer that I had was, was going to be real. And the cancer had, um, once I got the genetic testing and I, I, I read over the paperwork, I had to stop. Uh, it's like 20 sheets long and I had to stop because I carry every mutated gene there is, you know, it's like, well, thanks God. But let me tell you, can I tell you the blessing about that is I can now talk to women about all of these situations that I've gone through and I can talk to them about the genetic testing and say, hey, so I have that, you know, it's okay. We'll get through it. This is a testimony portfolio that we're building and it's not ours. It's ours to save the community. It's ours to share with other women. We only share the negative and we only share the downside of cancer. There's a good side to cancer and that is that we're surviving. That is, that is not our grandmama's cancer and that we're warriors. We can get through this, but you have to fight. That's the bottom line. You've got to fight and you've got to get through it. I've been saying that for years and I'm glad that you're emphasizing that. What kind of treatment did you have? And then fast forward to your second diagnosis. Okay, so the first one, I had radiation. I had the two lymphectomies. I had my lymph nodes removed. I had Herceptin, and I had chemo. Uh, I had a lot. I had a lot of chemo, and it was um, the Herceptin is really what damaged me. I didn't even finish it. I was supposed to be on it for a year. Uh, I think I only did four or five months. It was just too much. My body was dying. It, it was. I, I turned black. My mouth had sores and I lost oh. my fingernails. I lost my hair. My toenails were falling oh. over. I was bent over. I couldn't eat. I was having seizures. I was, uh, I fell through every crap. My lymphectomy, my lymphectomy opened up twice and it was definitely, it was definitely a journey, but I made it. And, you know, you think, okay, 10 years strong, I've made it and everything's okay. And then, boom, 2018, I find the lump in the exact same spot. And, you know, they're saying, oh, it's probably scar tissue. And I'm thinking to myself, no, this feels the same. This feels the exact same way I felt the first time. And sure enough, it came back in the exact same spot uh, that they took the tumor out the first time. And, but this time, it mutated the triple negative. Wow. So I I was shocked. I was like, God, really? Uh (laughs) Not only did it come back, but it mutated? Oh, my gosh. That's not fair. Oh, my gosh. That is not fair So what did you have to do this time? 
Well, this time I opted for a double mastectomy, mm-hmm. and I wish that I had done this the first time. Yes. Had I realized everything that I would have to go through, I would have done it the first time. Um, but we didn't have the knowledge then. We didn't have anything that we have now. And um, so I opted to have my girls removed. I talked to my husband about it. And, you know, uh, you know, he was like, well, you know, I've played with them enough. You know, you'll get a new set in a little while. And, uh, you know, we'll get back to normal. Oh, so, my uh, goodness. Oh, I love my husband. Love oh. my husband. So, um so, yeah, so we, we had them removed, and um, two years out, we're about to do reconstruction, and uh, I'm, I'm excited about the second journey. That is an amazing story. And let me just say, mm-hmm. in the midst of this, you already had two older kids. You had a baby at 51 before your second diagnosis. Just just briefly go into that and what that's like. I heard him a little bit in the background. Oh, yeah. Where was he? You know, it's funny. You try to keep the kids quiet until, you know, uh, we all get it. Sleeps. Everybody's, yeah. you know, doing yeah. the Zoom everybody's thing. at home yeah. with their kids. He <laughs> he'll sleep as long as I'm beside him or he hears me upstairs. And it doesn't matter if you tiptoe down. Here he comes. So David came into our life and I was uh, 50 going on 51. The shock of our our uh, my husband and I, uh, it was a shock to the family. But uh, David Walton is here. He is four. He's happy. Um, he came at a time in our lives when we really needed him. And, you know, we named him King David, the surprise. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he's running the house. You know, we we moved and we bought a house and, it's you know, we we tell people that this is his house because, uh-huh. you know, he's running it. And but how old are is, your other children? Uh, Master Deke is uh, 22. And uh, sh- as you can hear him now, yeah. and we have my nephew son, um, John. My ne- we call them nephew sons because they're my nephews, but they're my sons. Oh, that's so, uh, John, yeah, John is 21, and then Russell, who is my heart. Russell's kind of older, but they're our boys, and, you know, but David is, David is our baby. And you had him right before you were diagnosed again and had to get a mastectomy. That is incredible. So that's, mm-hmm. that's incredible to be able to do well, that. Me, so you must have a strong support system. I do, but let me tell you something funny. So David doesn't remember me having breasts. I guess he forgot. So one day I had the prosthetics on it and he said, oh my God, mommy, sit down. So I sat down and I'm like, oh my gosh, what's wrong? And he said, hold on, I'm going to help you. And he ran and got some ice and he put it on my chest. He said, the mosquitoes tore your chest up. Your chest is swollen. He forgot I had breasts. He thought the mosquitoes made my chest swell. So he went and got some ice for me. That's a great I, it was such a moment because I said, oh, my gosh, my baby doesn't remember me having oh breath. Oh, my goodness. So he thought the mosquitoes just attacked his <laughs> poor mom and just made them. Yeah, I wish that was reality because yeah. I would go outside every day and get stung by mosquitoes. But <laughs> Feel a lot easier. <laughs> yeah, it would be, you know, the reconstruction surgery. So he is just he he is hilarious. He has a great sense of humor. He's energetic, but he is something else. Absolutely. Blessing, absolute blessing, what you needed right now. So just just tell us what you're doing today, how you're reaching out to other women. You have something called Season Sisters Speak. Is that correct? Yes. Let's hear about that. 
Season Sister Seek is our, our podcast that we talk every Thursday um, at uh, one o'clock. We talk about everything. We talk about immune building and uh, holistic opportunities. We talk about child care and children's tips. We give you anxiety tips, uh, massaging tips, breathing tips, uh, cooking tips. We talk to people who have been there and done that. And we say seasoned, not because of the age, but because of the knowledge that you have. And men come on the show as well, because we all know our boys are are having more anxiety than anyone else about it, everything that's going on in the oh, world. Yeah. And and now we're talking about the pre-existing conditions that may come under fire. So what do you do? You mm-hmm. get your body whole and healthy. So I've got some great uh, speakers. Warren Green comes on there and he, uh, oh my gosh, a wealth of information. I love him so and much. And that's Facebook but, Live, right? Season Sisters Facebook Speak, Live. Facebook yes. Live, Thursdays yes. at 1. All right. Thursdays so at 1, Eastern Standard Time. Yes, thank you for that. So anyway, all the topics all across. And you can always listen to our older podcast. So yes, Season Sisters Speak. And you have a book coming out, which is yes. called It's in the Genes. What's that all yes. about? Yes. It's in the genes, just tells you about my journey, what I went through, gives you some tips on what to look for, has a little journey, uh, pages in the back that you can write down your notes. Uh, Oftentimes, we don't know what to do when we go to the doctor, so write your notes down in the back and ask questions, but it's just a walk through my journey of what I went through the first time and now the second time, and just what to expect. I, I thank my parents for giving us the spirit of laughter because it allows us to laugh through our journey. I mean, I I really laughed a lot and I really learned how to get through a lot through praying and laughter. Um, My mom and my sisters wrote me love letters during my journey and it really helped me out because when it was in the middle of the night and I couldn't really call anyone, I would pull those letters out from my mom and read them and she reminded me how strong I was and she was proud of me. She gave me Bible verses Mm -hmm. and she just reminded me that I was loved and I'm okay and I will be okay. And those letters I still have to today and and the messages that she left. My mom's been gone now. She passed away about four or five years ago. But I have all the messages, voicemail messages that she left for me. And I play them all the time. I'm thinking of you today, darling. Mm -hmm. I love you today, darling. You know, you're going to be strong today. Those messages are carrying me and my sisters. I share them with my sisters. Yeah, it's so important to have that support system to have family behind you. I mean, it just makes such a difference in in all of our lives, especially during this this crazy time in our world right now. Everybody's struggling. We're missing. We're missing the hugs and the love and the affection. And our babies won't have any type of social skills. They're not going to know it is. It's different now. It's a different world now. And and it's, you know, let's hope and pray that things get back to whatever normal will be again, but somewhat Mm -hmm. normal where we can be together again and hug each other once again. I mean, I feel that myself. My parents are in their 80s and I'm only, I saw them once since Christmas because we're worried oh, and we're wow, nervous. We yeah. don't want to, God forbid, yeah. if, if one of us is carrying the virus, exactly. we don't want to get them sick. So we're always no. outside. You know, we try to stay outside. Of, I'm going to see them again soon. Wow. But that may be it before holidays will be cold and we don't want to be indoors. Yeah. So it's just been yeah. really tough. Yeah. Speaking of that, 
you mm-hmm. as a breast cancer survivor need to be mm-hmm. a little extra cautious, I'm sure, because of pre-existing conditions. So I'm mm-hmm. sure you're exactly. taking care of yourself as well. We are. We're, we're doing everything we're supposed to do. And then, you know, I do the herbal supplement um, to assist me with my fight. I believe in that. I believe in black cinnamon. I believe in vinegar. I believe mm-hmm. in um, the flax seeds. I believe in all of those things, the beet and the, uh, the multivitamins, where I believe in those things. Every program I do, nutrition okay. is such a big part of our health, and there's some it sometimes is. a disconnect with that, that yeah. people yeah. don't realize it or just maybe don't want to realize it, but it really yeah. is important. Not to say We're we can't have our it. good stuff every yeah. now and then, our sweets yeah. or whatever, there's, but you got to really There's nothing wrong healthy. with a sweet potato biscuit yeah. every now and then. That's my weakness, right. sweet exactly. potato biscuit. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Moderation. Just, well, you are yeah. an amazing woman. Thank you so much for sharing your story. I hope it helped some other people listening to stay on mm-hmm. top of their health and be advocates for their own health because yes. that's what yes. we really need. So again, the podcast is Season Sisters Speak 1 mm-hmm. p.m. every Thursday live, Facebook Live, and the new book coming out it's in the genes. Thanks so much, yes. Victorian Russell Walton from Maryland. Thank you for having me. appreciate it so much. And thank you all for listening. Please be sure to subscribe to this podcast. And in the show notes, you can join our email list to get weekly updates. Glad you could be with us today for another edition of Living Well with Robin Stoloff, empowering you to live a healthier life. Until next time, please stay safe and keep living well.